1: Hey Stars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. Lottie and I are continuing the Rebels rewatch. Now, the following episodes were pre-recorded this past summer. We are now posting all of Season 1 here on Star Wars Hangout. If you have thoughts on Rebels Season 2, get those transmissions in ASAP, and we'll feature you on the show. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Hey Stars fans, welcome back. We are here again with our Rebels Rewatch. I have my Padawan learner and yours, just mine actually, <laughs> Adi. How are you, sweetie?
2: Hey, I'm good. Me it's good. <laughs> and Ooh. you?
1: Uh, uh, g- g- good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm very Zagut. All right.
2: Okay. Uh, good. Sorry.
1: I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So... Uh, we just got done doing some Jedi training. Clearly, I need some more training on my German, but we'll get there. <laughs> this is a back-and-forth uh, relationship here. Give and take, okay? All right. Uh, yeah, so, friends, we are back with our Rebels rewatch, and this is going to be episode uh, three, actually. This is Droids in Distress, which is an awesome episode. So I always like to ask, out the gate, what would you think of episode three?
2: Uh, I thought it was really cool that we first time we really see the team operate as a whole team with ezra he's uh included in the mission so um yeah and there um i liked sabine in this i uh, like her part in this episode um how she i mean her skills as a translator are real and i didn't yeah. even like when i first watched the episode like three days ago because we kind of watched him the first four, right? The first four. Just initially, I like, started watching them, and then we came up with the idea. But um, I thought she was just, you know, kind of playing a joke here, or not a joke, but she was just um, pretending to be a translator, but she actually is. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, yeah, pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, overall, this was a, this was a fun episode. We had R two D two in it, and uh, I like to start off with just kind of a summary for you guys. So I'll read this for you. Uh, the Ghost Crew steals a shipment of disruptor weapons from Minister. To sell to Visago, accidentally bringing the Imperial service droid C-3PO and R2-D2 with them in the process. Zeb objects to the mission since the same weapons were used to nearly wipe out his species, the Lasats. Agent Callus intercepts C-3PO's distress call and follows the ghost to Lothal. Zeb sees that Agent Callus uses a bow rifle, a weapon only used by the Lasat Honor Guard, which Callus had taken from a guardsman he killed himself in the ensuing duel between Zeb and Callus Ezra saves Zeb by instinctively using the Force combatively for the first time pushing Callus away and knocking him unconscious allowing the crew to escape after setting the weapons to self-destruct as a diversion Kanan returns to the uh, I'm sorry Kanan returns the two droids to their rightful owner Bail Organa who surveys R2D2's recordings of the rebels crew Pretty cool. I um, mean, so that's that's kind of your summary. Um, this whole this starts off with uh, C three PO and R two D two showing up, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, right? that's rem- awesome. You remember them from yeah. one, two, and three. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Now Lottie also has some questions. So what we thought we would do is, um, at the start of each of these, she's going to ask her questions, and we'll get to them in a particular order. But what were some of the questions you had? I guess for this first episode.
2: Um. I was kind of wondering who is that lady they're trying to trick here? A lady? Uh, I'm sorry, Min- Minister Tua.
1: You Tua, mm-hmm. Tua. Minister Tua. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. Next question. Yeah, I have her up here. I can I can tell you in just a second.
2: Oh, okay. You want me to uh, just ask all? Yeah, the just questions. ask them okay. all um, so people know where we're going. Yeah, I was also wondering what's up with uh C-3PO? Uh, he's kind of he's acting weird. Yeah. Because we think is what what side is he on? Um. They kind of admit that they were sent uh to to interfere mm-hmm. uh there, but then he gives gives away the coordinations of uh the right. crew so the crew right yeah, yeah, and he's trying to be saved by the <laughs> the empires so okay what's up yeah we can talk he's about healed. that yeah. confused <laughs> yep um.
1: All right, so let's back up and talk about Minister Tua, all right? So, Minister Tua, just to kind of start, and what we'll do is we'll kind of answer the questions, and then we'll comb back through the whole episode. So, Minister Tua is really, she's from the planet Lothal. So, what's interesting is there's this whole Lothal system, right? And there's the planet Lothal, and then there's this system, right? They're on, they're going to a planet, and see, I don't remember all of these. I think it's Galo, oh, where are they going? Um, Garel? Yeah. Garel is a Star Wars planet. This is where the rebels set up their base. So they're going to Garel and she's going to some negotiation or whatever, but she's basically a kind of an assistant minister to governor Ryder who we're going to get to later. But so she works for the Imperials. She's an assistant and she again works for governor Ryder who is going to come up later. Okay. So she's just a regular kind of assistant. Don't, don't worry too much Mm -hmm. about her. Um, I think she does show up again. So, so, important that you brought up You know who she is. This whole system of Lathal. So, like, there's the main planet, Lathal, and then there are multiple planets around it. So, Lathal is a system and it's a planet. Okay. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we kind of bounce around. Like, I think it takes them like two minutes in the, you know, uh, like as they're, as they're kind of like hopping on what would be like almost like a train, but they're going in hyperspace and they're bouncing over to, uh, to Garel to get this shipment of um, disruptors. So, yeah. Okay. That's kind of who she is. And then he brought up C-3PO and what's going on with him. I think you had something down also about like an insult. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found that. I was looking for that question. Why is so in the beginning he's, they they call him an astromac and he's like, astromac. I've never right. been insulted. Like you know, like right? Such an life. insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? What's, like how how dare he? That?
1: Yeah. So okay, uh, technically C-3PO is a protocol droid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Human cyborg relations, meaning he is an interpreter. He's kind of almost like your butler droid. He takes care of stuff. Anakin makes uh, C3PO for his mother. Uh, So that way he can help interpret things like Bachi and he can just do stuff around the house and stuff. So he's a protocol droid, real sophisticated droid. You know what I mean? And an astromech is more of a worker droid, kind of like it's going to work on the ships, more of a laborer. Right. So it's like C-3PO is in service. And R2-D2 is more of your laborer. So even yeah. in terms of like we watch Downton Abbey, <laughs> you've got the, the service crew. Right. There's levels inside of that. And C-3PO yeah. believes he's above sort of uh, the other droids.
2: Yeah, probably so. like a butler and a footman. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. So, so like uh, R2-D2 is called and he's an astromech droid. Okay. So it's the type of droid he is and when you lump those two droids in you call them both astromechs it was very insulting because he's a protocol droid how okay. dare you call him an astromech you know that's that's essentially what he's right so r2d2
2: is uh an astromech
1: yes yeah wow and he that is.
2: again we think oh you know that he feels like it's an insult they're less than him kind of yeah but we know that r2d2 is super you know i mean i feel like he's super uh smart and oh yeah uh, absolutely kind of powerful
1: right and so it's like he he comes across and you're supposed to think that c3po is the really sophisticated one and in star wars it goes back and forth all the time because like at one point c3po we dismiss him and then every once in a while he comes through clutch and he's got really good information and we're like god we just you know we forgot about that guy yeah we pay so much attention to r2 um and then sometimes we forget r2s there and same thing with (laughs) like later on bb8 and all the droids like they play a really cool kind of uh role so i just think that's that's neat. It's a really good conversation. Now, in the back, they uh, this whole scene, I told you when we were doing this, I, I mentioned that Zeb is the original concept design of Chewbacca. Right. Right? So in the back of this transport, droids in distress, this is episode three, there is another protocol droid that's already in the back, right? Good protocol. Uh, been in the back where he was supposed to be. Imperial uh, orders say that's where the droids are supposed to be. Um, he is actually, there. These, so C-3PO will go back and stand next to a droid, draw. it's a basically an um, early concept from Ralph McQuarrie, it's on the New Hope poster, original Star Wars stuff, like, there were different versions of C-3PO, and he stands next to an old version of him, of himself. That's wild. Yeah, right, I thought it was, it was really cool, I I'd never noticed it until this watch, actually. Yeah. So I was like, what is that? I was like, and I looked and I was like, oh my God, that looks just like an old poster where they show the concept art of the other droids. And so that was really cool. Really cool moment. But um, they do the interpretation. You mentioned that uh, Sabine kind of, she can interpret a little bit.
2: Yeah. Right? And I think uh, she's really, she seems really smart.
1: Yeah. And you're going to find out more. I'll give you a little bit of context now. Like Sabine does have some experience um, at the Imperial Academy.
2: Oh, so she was not lying about that.
1: She was not. So she, she. I don't know if she did pass her level five exams or not, but she, she definitely um, knows what they are. And that was what was impressive to Minister Tua. Like, oh wow, I remember mm-hmm. that. when I was, you know, younger and stuff. So good luck on those. And it's able. To, she's able to kind of make a connection. Um. So yeah, she misinterprets, but really she knew which bay they were going to it was Bay Seven instead of Bay Seventeen. She tells the minister, Yeah, go to Bay Seventeen and misleads them so that way our rebels uh our specters can go get uh their cargo and it's like once they figure it out it's just not um it's not good because zeb has this history with the disruptors and he has kind of like a I don't know, he, he really freaks out, doesn't he? When, He's he kind of
2: against this whole, you know, stealing the weapons from the beginning even before he knew what kind of weapons they were. That's true. So, you, at the beginning of the episode you kind of hear him like, mm, we don't really know what they do with all the, the the weapons and... Right. Yeah, he you can you can totally uh, sense that he uh, has a history
1: mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Zeb's really cool and I actually have a lot of theories and, and thoughts and speculation on Zeb and and his people and uh, Lira San and Lasan, like his homeworld and all mm-hmm. the different things. Very interesting. We'll get to that as we kind of go along because I have some really good ideas about maybe Kenobi, uh, the Mandalorian series, different things with his people. They're fantastic and it's a great sort of mystery, but they're very in tune with elements of the force, if, if you cool. will. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a really cool way. Um, so, yeah, his people were attacked back in the day. And they they use these disruptors on them and now they can knock out the electronics or whatever for like a ship or something. But when they hit organic material or like like our human flesh or or an alien species or whatever, it's going to just uh, it's awful. Apparently Mm -hmm. it just wipes them out. You know, it's just it's really bad. So they were used to kind of wipe out a lot of his people. And so he's against the selling of those, like you said, beforehand and then especially afterwards. Yeah. He like gets kind of like upset and Ezra's trying to get into his room and then Hera has to... Exp- Save big on Brunch for Mom, all
0: in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Blam! Yeah. Can you can you cut them some slack? Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: But at the same time, we see that their whole plan is um, that to, to uh, destroy the disruptors, right? And and um, yeah. Get the Imperials out of there, or like yes. destroy them, basically. Yeah, they want to is take kind them out of, of circulation. Though? Yeah, if that's a dangerous weapon, it could have been could
1: have done right. far
2: more damage. I mean,
1: right right now you will see that kind of like the group will mature and be more organized and more thoughtful yeah. as they go. It's really a, a growth. There's a growth in, in everyone. All the characters um, right now they're they're a rebel. They're a very small rebel cell that is like go. They're trying to rebel themselves. They're they're, they're their own crew. And they're just doing their own thing. So what's interesting at the end of this episode is that Bail Organa, Senator Organa, is in a deleted scene for episode three where he is talking about maybe forming a resistance to Palpatine. So he's been talking about forming this for a long time. He and Senator Mon Mothma, uh, uh, Padme Amidala is there as well in in the deleted scene. She's talking with Bail Organa. So the guy you see at the end of this and when... C-3PO and R2-D2 go back. Remember, he's the one who took Leia. Yeah. He takes Leia from episode three. Yeah, he rescues Master Yoda. It's probably it's probably been a bit... we we'll to go back and, and watch that, but like...
2: No, he, I remember that, but... You remember that? Yeah. So at that point, he already has Leia?
1: At this point right now in Rebels, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he has Leia. Leia is probably close to the age of Ezra Bridger.
2: Wow, yeah, okay, At the time yeah. of this episode. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, because it's probably about four... Um, it's about 4 or 5 years before episode 4 where she shows up and she's Princess mm-hmm. Leia and everything. Yeah. So right now she's Princess Leia. So her father, her adoptive father, Bail Organa is is assessing these rebels. That's why he asked R2D2, "Show me everything you saw." Cuz he wants to learn about these rebels. Are they worthy of being added to our cause? Right. You know, cuz he's he's the big recruiter. That's why like right now they're kind of their own little rebel cell and they're doing their own thing in the lathal system they've caught the attention of the empire and they've caught the attention of the rebel alliance the full-on rebel alliance so he's now saying let me see let, let, let me kind of check on this so that's interesting there's that a cool little kind of connection at the end of the episode right
2: so now he finds out that ezra and um mm-hmm. well he only saw ezra probably on r d two's. um Ooh, file right he didn't really yeah we'd have to go back and look
1: and see what uh what it is that r2 is there to see because yeah does he see kanan do anything um that's interesting i'm doing a click back through just to Mm kind of see whether he saw this he definitely saw zeb he saw the fighting um let's see he He has the oh well he does have the moment well he does he sees ezra save zeb
2: Right, but he doesn't see Kanan do anything.
1: No, so right now, what what's on what's on his radar is Ezra Bridger, right, force sensitive, yep. with someone else though, who is you know like like again, Kanan didn't really do anything, but I bet they can kind of infer that, okay, maybe he's his master, or if not, it doesn't matter. It's just that Ezra is force sensitive, and this group is a really good group. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, once they get off of um, Gorel, they're gonna head back. And they're going to meet up with Vizago. And Vizago's been their guy, kind of their, their in-between. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily, doesn't necessarily treat them the best. We think maybe he already sold them out to the Imperials. And they're back here and they've been followed. And it's because C-3PO, this is the weird part. c 3 PO is not necessarily in on the mission per se. Uh, or he doesn't understand what R2 understands. R2 yeah. understands that these guys are also rebels. They That he starts, once he gets inside... He starts um, saying things like he's going to join up on their team. And Sabine's like, yeah, you can join our team anytime. And then Chopper says some stuff to him. Because right out the gate, R2-D2 is running to the back with C-3PO. And this is a great attention to detail. He uh, he's C- C- C-3PO is always interpreting. He's like, what secret mission? Or like something. Like, don't say anything about a secret mission. So like r 2s given the mission. And C-3PO is kind of in the dark. Okay. Right. and he And he kind of, the way he understands it is that they do work for the Imperials because you have Senator Organa is an imperial senator. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. He's yeah. undercover kind of working for yeah. the Imperials. And so C3PO sees his role as, no, I work for the Empire. Yeah, okay. R2D2 is is smarter than that. Oh, he know, he gotcha. know and that's why he's the trusted mm-hmm. little droid yeah. and everything and so he's kind of um in the okay. dark, if you will.
2: Yeah. It makes sense now.
1: Yeah. So, um all right, so then we we move on here and the 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 deal with Visago gets interrupted by the Imperials. They use the disruptors to kind of knock out some of the walkers and then Zeb shows up um, and fights with his with his bow rifle against Agent Callis. Yeah. Agent Callis says that he used a bow rifle, he took it off a Lasan guard and a Lasan honor guard. Yeah. Um well, that's and, terrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. And so he's using it to kind of fight to really uh, Cause this this strong emotion in Zeb yeah. that forces him just to charge. That's what he wants because now he wants to fight him and he's trying to take him on. Um, and uh, yeah, he tried to he tries to to really misuse um, his his emotions. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they fight and it, I honestly think Zeb would have beat him. It wasn't if it wasn't for the ground rocking and shaking after the they turned the disruptors into bombs r2d2's suggestion like he says like kind of set them so that they, they mm-hmm. blow themselves up and they push him out there against one of the walkers and the ground shakes zeb loses his balance agent callus you know capitalizes right. on it and boom he's got him
2: yeah he, uh, yeah but then uh suddenly something happens
1: yeah <laughs> dun 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 ezra bridger boom force power like <laughs> so freaking awesome it's just it's just cool and zeb later says to kane he's like hey thanks for the save mate really appreciate it And he's like it wasn't me
2: yeah
1: you know it wasn't me and uh so they're all kind of looking at ezra like whoa in this moment he has this huge force push and it's just really cool but it's because he cares for zeb you know that's the thing too he sees zeb's about to be taken out and he's like no way that's my buddy yeah he's one of the crew he, no yeah. way and he like he really um kind of draws upon the force and and has at it. So, uh, then at the very end, we just see Bail Organa talking again to, to C3PO and R2D2, talking to Kanan, pays him because they want to return the droids. And it was very important that they didn't use Bail Organa's name. So they meet mm-hmm. on some unidentified ship, uh, and with some ad- unidentified person. Kanan doesn't know that they. Is... He
2: has a suspicion because of what Organa says. Who does? Or- Organa, um, says the simplest gesture of kindness can fill a galaxy with hope. Yeah, he does. He does. And Kanan's like, isn't that a Jedi
1: saying? Yep, yep. Isn't that a Jedi saying? Yeah, you're right. That's a really so he is kind of like, huh. This is he at least knows this is a a pretty good guy to quote something like that. You know, you're 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 pretty pretty good person. So, uh, yeah, just awesome. Just an awesome little episode. It's so cool, and it helps, I think, early on in a series like this to bring in R2-D2 and C-3PO and make it feel more Star Wars. You're know, you like, oh, I know those characters. Oh, I know Bail Organa. Okay, now I kind of understand. The first two are just the spark, and it's just like this crew, Ezra meeting the crew. Now we've established that, and very quickly it's like, where do they fit this crew in terms of the larger galaxy and everything? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of a good episode to do that. But, uh, yeah, okay, that's pretty much it, though, friends. I mean, that was uh, that's, again, Season 1, Episode 3, Droids in Distress. Uh, it's our little Rebels um, rewatch here. And it's just fun to go back and experience these again. I'm catching new things. You're asking questions, too, that are, are pretty tough. I mean, like, when you ask about Tua at first, I was like, who is she? Yeah, I, I just know she works for the Imperials. And, like, I thought maybe she worked for, um, I almost said, a different governor. Because I thought like you forget that there's like right now, Governor uh, Ryder is there, but something will happen to him. And then there's another governor and there's another governor. You okay. know what I mean? So like different. I'm trying to remember which governor it is that like yeah. she would have worked for. Yeah. So I'm where we're at in the story. But yeah, really, really good stuff. And it's cool to kind of think about the the uh, the, the girl scenes. One last thing—they're beautiful. I have asked maybe mm-hmm. in the future we'll get some artwork from Lottie, just in terms of like Ezra Bridger up on that roof with all the purples and the orange, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, I think it's it's just awesome. The
2: colors are beautiful. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah it's great, great. So, all right, friends, uh, remember that um, we are going to be back. We're going to try to do these as, as often as we can probably like a Monday through Friday thing as much as we can, although I think we started this off on the weekend. We'll see. I don't really know. We're dropping them. Every time we watch one, we come over, we sit down, we record, we do the watch. I uh, hope you guys are, are tuning into this as well too and going back because we're getting ready for all of these characters. I'm actually thinking... You know, right before this is going to be Kenobi in in terms of the timeline. So Kenobi happened four to five years prior. So when I see certain characters, I go, okay, they're still alive. If they're alive in Rebels, that means they had the potential to be alive in Kenobi. And could they be seen in the Kenobi series is what I'm kind of looking through that lens just as we get as we get ready here. So. Um, All right, friends. uh, As always, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, Please, if you would, follow at Charlotte Sue. And I won't mess it up this time. The last two times I've messed up my own handle, which is crazy, at Womprat underscore 2M. I've been saying, I've been leaving the 2 hang because it, it rhymes with Sue. And I've been stopping there and not adding the m, but it's two meters, guys. You know this. Luke Skywalker bullseye'd womp rats, uh, and they were no bigger than two meters. So that's how you that's how you <laughs> remember that. But uh, yeah, be sure to follow us over on social media and uh, check out some of our other projects. We actually were I said we were Jedi training earlier, but we were, were we were also doing some podcasting uh, training as well for another project. So guys, check that out down in the description. There's a link if you're interested where we're just kind of watching some TV, some movie, reading some books, and talking about all sorts of things nerdy and you know fun so uh all right thanks sweetie you're you're wonderful
2: thank you for uh having me on again
1: yeah it's great it's great all right friends uh thank you guys and again if you want if you want to if you have thoughts or we missed something again you can always send us a message either at our handles or at hyperspace hangout at com. we appreciate it and as always friends may the force be with you Hey, friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that review. Check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.